it is a brand new episode of Sex with Stevie, my brand, my live podcast that I do every single week here on Thursday nights, um, the sister podcast to Tag's podcast. And this week is jam loaded with so much great content. A little bit later, I've got my co-host Cody calling in, which I'm super excited for that, of course, because we've got some fun games planned on that. I'm just turning my sound off on my phone because <laughs> trying to get the technicalities together here. On this episode of Sex with Stevie, I couldn't be more excited because in a little Bit. My first guest is none other than Christian Vis Vincent, Christian Vincent of Noah's Ark. I know you guys all know Noah's Ark. Well, Noah's Ark is having a reunion special this Sunday, July 5th. And I put the link in Talk About Gay Sex, Tag's podcast page, as well as my personal page on how you can register for the live, uh, the event that's going to happen this Sunday. And after this, they're calling it the Rona Chronicles. And afterwards, they're going to do a whole live Q&A. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And for you super fans like myself, who really have always tuned into Noah's Ark, and it was groundbreaking when it debuted in 2005, y'all, it is back for a brand new episode and for the Rona Chronicles. And Christian Vincent, who played Ricky, is my guest, and I'm so excited to have him call in to talk about what, that, uh, what we can expect from Noah's Ark, the reunion special, what he's been up to, what, how they're gonna do this particular episode, because I was talking to him offline and there's a whole lot to expect, how they're gonna deal with the coronavirus, as obviously, because it's called uh, the Rona, Rona Chronicles, as well as Black Lives Matters, because they were such a groundbreaking show for not just the LGBT community, but just for uh, African Americans. So with all of that, I cannot wait for that. And I know my co-host Cody has a lot to say because he was a super fan of that. But before we get into any of all of that, before my first guest calls, calls in to me today. Uh, this would be the kickoff, I guess you would say, to the 4th of July weekend, what we used to know of the 4th of July weekend. And I'm wondering how you are going to spend your 4th of July weekend this year. And what you can do is you can put it in the comment sections and all throughout this hour that I have you here with me, I'm going to read off some of the ways that you might be spending it. And I know this is a different year and that's why I'm kind of curious. And I would, first of all, just advise you all to just, as I am myself, going to be cautious and careful this year because I think the numbers as we are seeing throughout the country are out of control. Obviously, particularly in certain states like Arizona, Texas, and my home state of California. But we here in New York City cannot get too complacent either because I think that is when we are going to see spikes in numbers. And I couldn't help but want to start off the show with a quote from a theater actor who is a major dancer and got the coronavirus 
his name is Adam Perry, and I was watching a news story on him today. He, he's been in a major dancer in so many different shows, um, but he got the coronavirus at, uh, over 100 days ago and still has symptoms of it. And there's good days and bad days, and this is a dancer, y'all. I will talk to Christian a little bit later on his thoughts on it too, because he's a professional dancer. And when we think of dancers, and when we think of people that get the coronavirus, I myself have, have had the coronavirus, and thank God, it, it was no joke, and it was not fun at all, and thank goodness, knock on wood, that I was able to beat it, but we don't know enough about this to know how, if, and when I could you know, maybe get it again, and I'm hoping that's not the case. But anyways, at any rate, this dancer, this performer, who's been in so many shows, in Frozen was one of his big shows that he's been in, and I'm just gonna quote him, he's still feeling the effects. Um, he said recently, and I'm quoting him, he cry, I cried watching the news tonight. Cases are spiking. The president makes jokes about coronavirus. People are shaming others for wearing masks. The country is making it a partisan issue. He wouldn't, he goes on to say that he wouldn't wish this on his worst enemy. And this is somebody that is on the outside, I mean, you can just tell, a dancer, physically fit, and he's still, unfortunately, feeling some of the after effects of the coronavirus, and it's still affecting him in so many ways. And I just think as we go into this 4th of July weekend, we really need to be careful and cautious on how we approach getting together with people. And I know I've talked a lot about this on my other show, Tags Podcast, on you know just seeing people on how they've interacted during the coronavirus, during our own events like Gay Pride. And I think we just have to be cautious. My, I put myself in that same boat. And on that note of theater, I wanted to shout out to uh, the t-shirt I'm wearing today. And um, it's from a show that is one of my favorites. It's based on the Gloria Stefan life story, um, um, Get On Your Feet, or On Your Feet. And it's, it says, this is what an American looks like. And my good friend Silas cut it, cut it up for me. I didn't buy it this way, but thank you, Silas, for uh, making this really kind of cool and fashionable, but um, I couldn't think of a better t-shirt to wear today as we approach the 4th of July weekend because this is what an American, I was gonna use the F word, but this is what an American looks like. So, and it's from one of my favorite shows, um, On Your Feet, and in honor of the Broadway actor that I was just talking about, Adam Perry, who's currently in and out of feeling the effects of COVID-19, be careful. And that's all I wanted to say on that. Um, and while I have you before my first caller calls in, Christian Vincent, and like I said, let me know how you're spending this. I will look in my little uh, notes here on how you're spending your Fourth uh, of July weekend and just put it in there. Um, but one of the things I wanted to share with you and one of the things you can do is you can have your own film festival. And my mom and I have been sharing old films back and forth on what we want to watch and I'm a sucker for old films. And one of the films that she recommended to me that I'm 
pretty sure a lot of you don't know is that I was obsessed with is called Reflections in a Golden Eye. And I'm just gonna put it up here for you because I was so obsessed, I watched it on the American Movie Classics. I bought the DVD of it. I'm just gonna put it here. It stars Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Brando. And why do I like this movie and why is this movie a good recommendation? It's because it deals with sexual repression that so many of us <laughs> to this day are still dealing with. And I'm obsessed with this movie. It is so good. I think you can probably rent it cheaply and or maybe look for it on American Movie Classics or buy it like I did. But Reflections in a Golden Eye with Marlon Brando and Elizabeth Taylor. You know that I like to give you my show and tell and things that I'm into right now. This is about sexual repression and it's really, really juicy and really, really good. That's my recommendations for that. Um, Kevin Thomas, uh, Nick, uh, I'm just going to read some things that you all are writing to me. Nick Cordero has really had the worst time with COVID um, over 80 days in the hospital. Thanks, Kevin. And thanks for, you know, often I, we have no idea when Broadway, what it's going to look like. It's sounding like it's going to be, it was going to be in the fall and now for so many of us Broadway fans, it's looking like early next year, but we'll see, and, and we'll see even how that is, what, what it's gonna look like. Um, but thank you for sharing that. Um, Kevin, if you're still watching, I was going through some of your videos that you have been posting on things that we can do to, uh, you were doing your documentary series, and I think it's a really good weekend to stay home if you can and do a film series. And so um, if you've got some of those, absolutely um, put those in the comment section and things you might be watching on this weekend of 4th of July and maybe how you're showing your pride for America. And I think right now, one way to show our pride for America is really to wear our mask. That's really the epitome of being American. Steve Cunningham, of course, I will always show support for you. You are my favorite DJ, one of my favorite DJs. And um, absolutely, please um, go to that. Um, and yes, Kevin Thomas, it's called the At Home Film Festival. I will link that up to you guys on all of his recommendations on what you can be watching during this time that we're all home. So um, I'm looking at everything, but I'm going to use my time wisely before my first guest calls in. You know, I want to, I guess, talk about Noah's Ark and why it was for me such a groundbreaking show. Uh, it debuted, like I said, in 2005 with an all, uh, it featured four black characters that the characters were all gay. And it was really groundbreaking at the time. Some people suggested it was a little bit like Sex and the City. Others were, said it was a little bit like Queer as Folk. I say it was its own thing with groundbreaking topics like gay bashing, like gay marriage like um, oh my gosh it we had they had so much and it's such a treat that they're gonna come back for a reunion special uh, on coming up um, this Sunday because 
I didn't, I'll announce it right now, but Wanda Sykes is gonna be on this one. And let me get my notes here because we've got some great people. It's the 15th anniversary virtual reunion special. And it's got special guest Wanda Sykes, as well as the four favorites that we all know. Titus Burgess is on it. Wilson Cruz, who was on Noah's Ark, but he's of course coming back. And Richard Brooks is also gonna be on this special. I put the link in my page where you can it's an Eventbrite link, and it is free to actually just click on there. It's this Sunday, I believe, at 5 o'clock Pacific Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And it's going to be a lot of fun because we're going to talk to Christian on how he filmed his scenes and what we can expect. But, uh, hello, hello. Hello. Hello there, Steve. It's Christian. Christian Vincent, how the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing really good. Um, I guess happy pre-4th of July weekend <laughs> to you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I have so much to ask you, and I'm going to use my time wisely. I'm so excited because Noah's Ark is about to have its reunion special called The Rona Chronicles this Sunday. And I know you were telling me um, what can you tell us about it? Uh, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty on everything else. But what can people expect on this Sunday? And I understand you just filmed a lot of your scenes. Uh, the, the thing today, uh, I filmed. Yeah, today was my day. Today, I, I got everything in the can today. So it's been, it's been a busy day, and I get to finish it out with you, sir. You do in my uh, audience, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, people that know the show, uh, they're going to, you're going to get to see everyone again. Um, all the main characters, the arc is back. Noah Ricky, um, Chance, uh, all the, their partners are back. Um, my, as Ricky, my main, um, love interest, Janito Wilson Cruz will be back. Wow. Uh, so it's really, it's like, it's it's uh, giving the fans a lot of people on social media, and I've heard over the years, is, you know, we want to see they want to see these characters again. Um, where are they now? Uh, and this is basically giving them kind of like a, a little sneak peek of saying this is this is where your 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 old friends are. This is where they are in life right now. This is what's going on in their lives. So it's it's a lot of nostalgia. It's uh, a lot of um, what they would expect from those characters and a little bit of new. Um, I think it's very poignant, I think, this um, this reunion because it deals with what is going on right now. It's called the Rona Chronicles because of, obviously, we the characters are in this pandemic, which we are in right now. So how are they dealing with this pandemic? How are they dealing with the current... Um, racial uh, strife or racial problems that are going on in the United States right now and how is that affecting them in um, their lives well, let during... Me, let me stop yeah. you right there because yeah. essentially 2005 essentially was the year, maybe even before when you filmed it, 2004, I'm not yeah. sure, mm -hmm. Logo had right. picked it up and I was doing a little yeah. bit of research back and forth on how it all came about and it was so groundbreaking at the time 
to feature a, a cast of four of African-American yeah. men that were playing these really out there gay men that were very loud and proud about their sexuality. And yeah. in so many ways, it was ahead of its time. What, what have the fans said about that? And how does it reflect on what's going on now? Because you guys were so ahead of your time. Um, I think if you're asking what have, what, what have the fans said about it is that they wanted to see these people again. Um, I think they didn't feel like they saw enough. And um, even Patrick, who is the creator, um, writer-creator of the show. Polk, yep. Patrick and Polk, yeah. He um, was talking about how uh, even some of the creators of, like, Pose, which is a magnificent show, have said that Noah's Ark was a template. So I really do think that it was ahead of its time because um, a lot of the people that come up to me and talk and say, oh, I used to watch you, you know, I used to watch your show late at night or I used to sneak and watch your show or my, you know, my mother caught me watching your show or I, uh, you know, I, I you know, it was my, the first time I could see something that, you know, represented me. So I think um, television, the media changes the it can have a powerful impact, whether it be positive or negative, on the world based on the representations on television. And this represented a group of, you know, it was the characters were gay black men, like you said, that were very proud and comfortable in their skin uh, on television. As um, it wasn't the same as it is right now. Let's just say that. It it wasn't as um, it wasn't as highlighted and as much as it is now. It's we're beginning to see more diversity on television. You're beginning to see more diversity, with, whether it be with race and whether it be with um, sexual orientation or um, the way that we see ourselves. So I think ahead of its time. Uh, now it's getting an opportunity to, you know be out in the world during this time and give the fans a little bit of what they want to see. And maybe some people that have not experienced these characters before will get a little taste and enjoy it as well. So where does a show go when they, you know, you've got these amazing compliments that, you know, you sort mm -hmm. of pave the way for so many. And I would imagine, and I'm sure I know Patrick Ian Polk, a lot of it is, I was reading somewhere where so many people have been sliding into his DMs, like, please, please do some, the fans really want to revisit you guys because yeah. the fans really knew that it was groundbreaking at the time. Maybe they didn't realize it at the time. Like you said, people were maybe mm -hmm. sneaking it at night and watching it when they could. Mm -hmm. But obviously reflecting on it, it really was groundbreaking. So where does it go from now and where are we picking up from? Obviously you're calling it the Rona Chronicles, so we're dealing with the mm -hmm. pandemic. Black Lives mm -hmm. Matter and we're finally, finally, in some ways, hopefully dealing with that. Um, mm -hmm. What can you tell us about where we're gonna pick up? Okay, well, I, have to, I have to think, what can I tell you? <laughs> without getting um, I, in trouble. <laughs> without getting in trouble, I can tell you specifically um, uh, knowing my character and if, if uh, my character is Ricky, Ricky Davis and he is basically the uh, 
the the playboy unabashedly yeah so. i got some questions and, uh, for ricky here so in a minute about, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a second <laughs> so uh it's basically this group of friends communicating with one another through social distancing um still trying to keep in contact uh dealing with um not being in contact with people there's you know this whole topic of what do you do um, when you can't touch somebody or when you are social distancing? And, you know, there are mental ramifications to that when you, you know, within the dating culture now where uh, doing something like this is how can you date? How do you date? How does it feel? You know, and I, I put in quotation marks, you're not supposed to, you know, not being able to um, do it in the same manner. So it, it, it deals with that. It deals with some of the progress that's going in, on in their lives, which I don't want to say too much about that. But, you know, it's really about their friendship and um, how they are dealing with these social issues as well as some of their, and not, not just issues, but and some personal highlights that are going on in some of the characters' lives. And I really think it's just, it's, it's really also just to get the audience to see where they are right now. I mean, there's only so much you can do in an hour. So after right. being away for so long, it touches on a lot of, you know, things that are current, but also bringing these, these characters to the present and letting the fans see them and, and enjoy them again. Well, Ricky was a character that we all loved, that some of us lusted <laughs> after. Some oh, of us, yeah, sometimes right. we love to hate him. Um, <laughs> what um, is Ricky after all these years? Is he still Ricky? I mean, is he still that playa that we all know and love? Or has, I mean, I know he was in a relationship, correct? And as last we left yeah. him. So it, what Ish, can you tell him? Yeah. Ish, yeah. Yeah, no, he he was actually he wasn't in a relationship. Okay, okay, okay. I, mean, okay, last, yeah. last, I was last trying to add a little bit of you know. <laughs> yeah, he he uh, like in the film Jumping the Broom, Ricky. We found out, and I, this is in the past. You know, Ricky was uh, basically at one point in love with his best friend, which was Noah. And um, I think you know he has. They're beyond that. You know, relationships change. Right. And I can say that Ricky is still Ricky. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ricky, <laughs> Ricky is still Ricky. So, um, yeah, it, it's, and it's funny to go back and play a character like this, uh, because even today there were some reminders. I was like, Oh wow. It's, it's, it's been a minute since I've, I've, I've been this guy. And, uh, I would have to yeah, say it's, it's, surreal. A lot of, it's probably a lot of fun to play somebody like Ricky, though, as an actor. You know, it, I'll say honestly, initially, it was, uh, it was a little scary for me because um, initially when I auditioned, I was Noah. And then I, I'll never forget I was driving. Oh, did, you, did we just get um, some, like, you know, tea on here? <laughs> no, no. I mean, we... we I love just, that. I mean, You've said that, we I'm sure. This, yeah, we've discussed this in the past. And our pastor called me and he's like, so... Um, there's a little change here. He's like, so long story short, they said, uh, we want you to play Ricky. And I remember thinking, <laughs> you know, years ago, I was like, all I can think was, oh boy, that's going to be tough. But, you know, being it, it, that was just the first thing that it just came out of my mind. But, um, you do it well. Happening. 
things happen the way they should. And he's, you know, you, it's fun. And I, I think now he's even more grounded in his skin and has more fun. And, you know, like with maturity, you hopefully gain more comfort and um, kind of more set in your ways. I know that, you know, as I mature, I'm getting a little more set in certain ways. So I think Ricky is, um, he is, Ricky is Ricky. I mean, it has to be a lot of fun because essentially, I hope you guys have never minded the comparison in a good way to shows like Sex and the City. Um, yeah, because in some ways, if you can't be Noah, okay, Carrie, um, you'd want to be <laughs> Samantha, and it, Ricky was Samantha, and that's all I got to say on that. And everybody wants to be Samantha in some way, or you know, yeah, or as a combo of Carrie and. Samantha, so, uh, you know, anyways, but we have to definitely talk about some other special guests that are going to be on this special, like Wanda Sykes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, isn't that amazing? R Richard yeah. Burgess, um, yep. a huge fan, as well as um, Wilson Cruz is coming back, and I think there's somebody else that I'm forgetting, but... Um, so it's, it's, it's uh, Wanda Sykes, Titus Burgess, um, Wilson Cruz, Richard Brooks, um, yeah, those are a few that they've announced that are going to be part of it. So is the idea that we'll watch the show and then there will be a Q&A afterwards that... Uh, yeah, after the show. Yep. Okay. Um, Karamo Brown from Queer Eye yep. uh, will be holding a Q&A just to talk to us about, you know, a lot of different, you know, what's being back, similar to what we're doing right now, just being back and uh, whatever comes up, comes up. Well, I'm putting the <laughs> link because people can register for it on Eventbrite and um, get the whole show. And it's this Sunday, correct? July 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific yep. time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, correct? Yeah, and and it's you don't have to register to see it. I mean, it's gonna be on um, Patrick Polk's entertainment page. It's gonna be on Logos. Um, page is going to be on Patrick's YouTube. There's a lot of different um, uh, sites that you can go to to watch it, but it will be live. Uh, I mean, you know, it'll be live streaming. So any one of those, check it out. It's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. And then after that will be the Q&A. And it's just like, I think overall, it's going to be a little, it's really a nice little taste for the fans and maybe some new fans to see these characters again. And um, who knows, it, it could, there could be more eventually. We shall see. Oh, we would love that. Well, Christian, I could not have you on the show without asking you what's going on. I was talking about when I started the show today about uh, a Broadway actor, Adam Perry, who uh, has over 100 days of COVID-19, and he's a very healthy-looking actor. Mm -hmm. um, one of my... Um, Guest was talking about another uh, actor that's a Broadway actor that has been suffering for 80 days with it. I know you are yeah. a long-standing professional dancer, danced yeah. in so many shows with so many people. Um, you're also black, and I know sometimes that can affect some of us brown people a little bit differently. We don't know enough about this COVID. How has that affect? How has COVID-19 affected uh, your work? and as a professional oh. dancer and in general. So just, just so the fans, I mean, like I've, so I started in the industry as a dancer and dance is my first love and I will always be a dancer. Um, 
but the, the trajectory of my career has been like, yes, I'm a dancer, but I have been a professor at USC in the Kaufman School. I'm a teacher on dance convention. I'm an actor. And predominantly, I have been acting, choreographing lately. So as far as my work, as far as teaching, acting, choreographing, I mean, acting-wise, yes, um, just did this. Um, prior to this, I shot another show in Canada called The Wedding Planners. And just two days Two days, was it two, a few days after I finished my last day on the show was when COVID hit. And then I was supposed to start traveling and teaching. And um, no, it, it's the work. There is really no, there is no work right now. It has shut everything down. So as far as work, um, it's, it's about being patient. This was unusual to shoot this during this time. Um, and precautions were taken. I mean, I basically, really, um, you'll see when you see the show, you'll see how it it was done because okay. it was not it was not conventional by any means. Wow. Um, and then on a personal note, as far as like work wise, it's 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 taken its toll on I think most artists, um, most people. And then you know, as far as I, we've had in my family, we have had deaths. Due wow. to COVID, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. So it is. Um, it's it's no joke. It is. I keep saying it's a surreal time. It has given me the opportunity to be. I've been with my family, my mom, my dad, and my brother. It's given us a, a time to have time together. I try to be as proactive as possible, like doing things that I always said, "Oh, I want to do this, but I don't have time." Those are things I'm doing. We're having more conversations about. Us, I mean, with this pandemic, with death, with the pro, well, you know, the yeah. racial problems going on, it brings up a lot of conversation for all of us. So, it's been a very, it's been a time of, I can't say it's been easy, which it's not. It's not an easy time. Um, there's been a lot of things I've been sad about it, but uh, I've tried to make the best out of it and being productive. Um, and then I noticed one of your upcoming projects is you, as a choreographer, do you have a Lifetime movie that you choreographed for Salt and Pepper? Yeah, so, um, yeah. This is so, so exciting, the, one of my favorite all-time yeah. groups. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was that, I finished that in last year, so I choreographed, yeah, the Lifetime Salt and Pepper movie, which should be really good. Um, it was directed by Mario Van Peebles. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, it, it was a really, it, it, yeah, it was a really great time. Prior to that, I was working, I did the Netflix film, um, Madam C.J. Walker. Yes. Uh, with Octavia, Octavia Spencer. Spencer yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a blessing to get to do what you love to do. And I truly do. You know, when I first started, people were like, oh, you, you know, you either dance or you either act or you either choreograph. I am fortunate and I'm glad that, you know, I, I love choreographing a choreograph. I still have contact with young dancers. I still teach and mentor and I still act. So, um, yeah, I'm, enjo I'm enjoying what I, what I love, what I like to do. Christian Vincent, we love you as Ricky, and we're going to get to see you this Sunday, July 5th, for Noah's Ark, The Rona Chronicles, 
And <laughs> I'm going to put the link on. You can go on Eventbrite. You don't have to register, as, as Christian just stated. But it all starts at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And I guess they're going to scre screen the show, the hour show, and then you guys will come on afterwards for a live Q&A, correct, with Kwame. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. kind of conducting it. Karamo, yeah. Karamo, thank you. Yep. Yes, I always get that wrong. Mm -hmm. um, Christian Vincent, thank you so much this for doing the show. Yeah. I couldn't. I know so many of us are really, really very excited to see you guys regroup like this for a show that w really was groundbreaking Noah's Ark. So it's, it's a treat for all of us. I hope it was a treat for you to revisit it as much as it is for us fans. Yeah, it was great. I've enjoyed it and Steve, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I put where people can follow you on your Twitter account. Is that cool? Um, Twitter uh, and in, I'm more, you know, I really more. Tell us where it's at. Tell us where it's at. It's uh, Christian.JD.Vincent. I, I pretty much post the most on there. Christian.JD.Vincent. Um, Christian.JD.Vincent. Okay, yep. got and, it. And um, yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, Christian. I'll be tuning in with so many of us on Sunday. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Have All a great right. night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I cannot wait. Cody is calling in in a minute. We are going to recap on what we've just heard from the one and only Christian Vincent, who plays Ricky, premiering this Sunday. And I cannot wait for that. It's going to be so much fun. Um, yeah, I didn't have a chance to get to some of your questions. Hopefully I didn't miss any of them. But like I said, it's, it was one of my favorite shows. Um, Kevin Thomas, yes, Jumping the Broom was the name of the film that came out in 2008 that was really groundbreaking at the time. And they took a show that essentially, um, well, we can talk about it with Cody right here. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Oh my gosh. I'm fangirling out over here. <laughs> yes, Cody. Hello, my co-host Cody Maurice Doggett. How Hello, Zali. Hello. Hello. Happy 4th of July kickoff weekend. Cheers right. to you. Cheers to you. Yes. Yes. Do you have a cocktail, I hope? Because we've got some games You know to play. I do. Um, you I'm, know I do. I'm hoping you heard some of my interview with Christian, uh, with Christian Vincent. Oh yeah, I heard it. Okay, good. Okay, good. Um, I tried to do you right and get in some of those things, um, so I hope that I did. Um, let me switch it off here to put your tag on there, but wasn't he great? He was amazing. Right? <laughs> um, are you still there? Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, there's a little... Glitch, no little worries. <laughs> I'm just putting in... <laughs> your name on below your tag so we can switch that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so he was great. I just, I, it's good to get like a little bit of insight on yeah. what's actually, what to expect. And uh, I can't wait. Um, and to get like his perspective on so many things about like how topical the everything the show was back, yeah. back in the day and even how it's going to be topical now. I just, yeah. I'm so excited. It just made me so excited for Sunday. You know, it's one of those shows, too. I was doing a little bit of research before we went on, and I noticed that it they had did, like, an initial episode, and then somehow 
MTV's pick found it and they had their logo network and it was mm -hmm. lo it was logo's first scripted TV show which I what? which is huge right and to get that's that, amazing yeah and so not only were they like groundbreaking for just being four African-American cast members that are playing for gay ca characters but on top of that they were the first for that network um, mm -hmm. the show and you know they had to carry I think it was so I think it could have gone on longer than just two seasons and I know um, you know, I often talk, uh, like I, talk, I have another friend that has a show, Hustling, and that was a web series that I think was ahead of its time too. And I feel like given now, I feel like it could have like a Netflix type of uh, home. A, or A revival or, on yeah, Netflix. Or, and there's, or that there's, sounds amazing. You know, there's so many platform these, platforms these days that I think it was so groundbreaking that, you know, they thankfully let it go for two seasons and fortunately we the fans just screamed and screamed and we got the film but yeah yeah um i'm gonna email hulu and netflix to let them know just please okay <laughs> I, I will, let's start the campaign you know i think we're this, gonna start the campaign and go from <laughs> if you had a character out of all of them ricky noah and the other two, I'm, I'm um, blanking on their names right now. Who did you relate to out of the out of the four? Chance and um, Chance. Uh, okay. Chance was the other character. Yes. And then who? What was the? Oh man, the HIV educator. What was his name? I don't remember. But oh, right. um, I would be a mixture because you were saying like everybody wants to be the Carrie or Noah one yes. or the Samantha one. Right. And I think that I would be a mixture between the HIV educator and Noah. Wasn't that Wilson personally. Cruz? Um, um, the, the fourth friend. Oh my gosh. What is his oh, name? Oh, I know. I to, I We're have, like, <laughs> I have to look it up now. I can't believe I'm blanking. I, I literally know. just watched two seasons of this show. Like, on <laughs> I if you know who we're talking about, uh, let us know. Um, but yeah, um, I'm totally tuning in. And like I said, it's this Sunday. I can't wait for it. Um, I think I actually have the names Noah, Alex, Ricky, Alex. and Chance. Alex is, I got it too. <laughs> okay, I got it. <laughs> I just had to look at my notes here. Your notes. Um, yeah, exactly. So, right. So that's the one that so, you... A got... mixture between Noah and Alex, for sure. Okay, got Cause, it. Because, like, Alex was, like, boisterous and, and, and funny. Yeah. And just... And in a, in a like a steady, stable relationship, I always thought that I would be like the Charlotte type personally. So I think that would be the the equivalent of of Noah's arc, Alex. I think I'd be a combo of Noah because you know they always said in Sex and the City that essentially they were written to be like a combination of not just one person. So for me, I was uh -huh. definitely Noah and um, Ricky. I think, uh. yeah. A little bit of those yeah. two. Those at least that's who I related to, and yeah, you know, Noah's just that every man. So yeah, I right. get it. Noah's Carrie, and <laughs> in a lot of ways, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? As my friend Kevin always says, like we're all Carrie. We all think we're Carrie in some way, shape, or form. Hey. But um, it was interesting to hear Christian say that he was originally cast or going to be cast for the Noah character, and then a 
the writer-director switched it and said, called him up and said, actually, we yeah. want you to be, I'll, did you know that? I did not know that before. I was like, ooh, tea. And then I just had to sip on my cocktail a little bit more. Uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, well, while I have you here, um, yeah, um, I asked you to prepare some questions because we are about I to, did. Okay, good. So we thought it would be fun on this episode to play a little bit of back and forth, a drinking game. I can't believe I'm playing a drinking game as I pour some more wine here, but to test our sex knowledge and I want you out there to play along so if you know the answer to it put it in the comment section and if you do it fast enough we'll read it and so why don't we go back and forth um, did you come up with three different questions I have three here and I actually came up with an extra one just in case you have one of okay mine, so did so. I that's what I did too <laughs> you're so prepared you're so prepared <laughs> I can't with you. I know. See, that's why you're my co-host. <laughs> that's why you. That's why we get along so well. Okay. Oh, by the way, how much fun did we have hanging out socially distanced the oh other day? We finally saw each other. Yes, it was so much fun. We just hung out on a roof. Um, we were. I think we were even more than six feet apart. Like we were. And it was. It was amazing. It, we drank, we, we talked, we, we just had a little kinky. We looked at, so on my rooftop, there was an apartment that had seemingly is owned by these younger twink gay guys, and they were mm -hmm. kinking, spilling. It was the day before Gay Pride on a Saturday here in New York yeah. City. And you were wanting to, you were teasing, saying, I want to, should, should we crash that party? And I was like, I don't know, I'm scared. <laughs> I was being you sharp. Know. I know, I know. I, <laughs> see, that was, that was a no part of me coming out. That was, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, you so. Know, I, I know, I know. Trying I, to feel my oats. I, I had a lot of um, male attention um, during this quarantine, so I yeah. was like, "Let me go see what I could see over here." But I, but we ended up just staying and chatting. We were like, "Oh no, we're going to be responsible." You know, so we, we did, did and I know it's hard, and I know everything comes down to relative risk that you have yeah. to each and every one of us has to kind of have that conversation in our mind and with ourselves and with our loved ones on how much just right before the show my mom had called me and said she was going to get together with a dear friend of ours and mm -hmm. she just said maybe as an 83 she just had her birthday and uh, in her 80s and you know maybe it's not the best time for her to be seeing certain people anybody mm -hmm. really and I think we all have to have that conversation and as we spill into fourth of July weekend here I think that's a conversation as gays, and I'm just using us gays because that's the audience that some of us that we have here. Yeah. And it's a good weekend to hunker down and watch the the reunion episode of 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 Noah's Ark and yeah. or hang out. You know, I know you're with your mom, correct? Um, I'm, I'm actually back now. Okay, got it. I went down only for a couple of days, but now I'm back. Silas is actually here. Oh, hello, Silas. And I, <laughs> Silas cut this t-shirt for me. And if you read my t-shirt, this is what an American looks like. Silas was the one, I believe, that cut this up for me. And it looks so, I love what he did to it. It's the uh, t-shirt from the musical um, On Your Feet with about Gloria Stefan. 
And Gloria Estefan. Gloria, we love her. All right, let's get into, so if you don't get it right, we're gonna go back and forth. Whoever doesn't get it right, you gotta take a swig or a shot of your alcohol. And, and I left my shot in the other room. I had a drink and a shot prepared just in case. I was girl, like, oh. go get it. Okay, well, I have to mute you because of the um, Okay, the I'll, I'll keep. Okay. All right. All right. Two seconds. Okay. I will keep everybody. So we're going to play this game that I want you all to participate in. Um, it's all about sex, testing your sex advice. Like, where do you stand on it? And I think we've got enough questions here that should be a lot of fun. These are fun drinking games you could do with Zoom. You can do it just with a friend um, to test your sex advice. We'll see how raunchy Cody got with some of his questions. I really All was, right, I'm back. Okay, I was pulling up some <laughs> fun questions. We'll see how raunchy he went with him. Um, I'll, shall I start? Okay, you go first. Okay. Um, okay. How, question number one, how much, oh, excuse me, does a power bottom, this is an easy one, does a power bottom refer to A, he takes control in sex, or B, he sleeps with everybody? He takes control during sex. Yes, that was an easy one. <laughs> okay, I, was, I got worried because my goal in this game is to make you drink. <laughs> I wanted to start with an easy one because I know you were quick to want to take your drink. Ask me mine. <laughs> Wait, am I drinking if I get it wrong or am I drinking? You can drink either right? way, but, <laughs> but no, if you get it wrong, you got to take a swig. Okay, perfect. All right. So maybe well, maybe taking, I have to take I'm a, a swig. I'm, I'll take a swig. I'll take a swig because you got it right. Even better. See, I'm already winning. I'm already see, winning. See how we're like, see how you make the rules, audience, and you just make it work for you. <laughs> All right, go ahead with your question. All right, my question is, what is the practice of stopping yourself from reaching orgasm, also called surfing, peaking, teasing, Edging. Amongst other things. Oh, okay, all right. That was a good one, it. though. I'm <laughs> giving you, you A, B, and C, though. Were you going to do an A, B, and C with me, or just I had to answer? No, I was, like, reading off different different, different things that it's called. Oh, okay, so you I'm were going to do that. Now. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did good, right, on that one? You did. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I was like, she's going to get all of these. So, <laughs> no, not necessarily. Interesting, we'll we'll interesting see. known fact about me is I know a lot about a lot of stuff and I'm a dunce and like out of it, like there are some blonde roots coming out in here. Just, it, you never know with me. It's, it's, it's a hit yeah. and miss. I, I don't know where I'm, <laughs> anyways, let's move on. Your question, okay. um, and let me get my, according to, yes, according to the British Journal of Urology, I'm getting really like smart here. What is that? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> really official. <laughs> but at least it puts it in context. It was this one study. What is the average length length of an erect penis? Is it A six and a half inches? Is it B five point one six inches? Or is it C five point nine five inches? The average length of an erect penis. I'm gonna go right in the middle with C. 5.59. C, 5.95? Yes. Okay. Yes, the C. Beep. It was 5.16 inches. What? <laughs> yes. Wow. I know. 
That's kind of small. All right, <laughs> just say it. That's really hard to believe. That's a little smaller than, well, that's the average. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You have to take into account smaller and larger. Okay. Exactly. All right. Not, yeah. not everybody's um, Raheem Shabazz. Amelia Duquesne, happy fourth um, to you as well. Um, yes, he just wrote in there. So, yes. Happy fourth, Amelia. All right, go ahead. All right, mine is, I gotta pull it back up. How many calories do you burn per minute in the average sexual session? Okay, I have uh, options for you. Okay. A, five to seven, B, three to four, or C, 10 to 15? C, 10 to 15. That's incorrect. <laughs> well, I'm just it's talking about the type four. of sex I have, y'all. But <laughs> I'm no, working. Said, they're working. I said, I said average sexual obsession. Oh, okay, not me. Okay, got it. <laughs> There's nothing average about me, so I'm. Getting... <laughs> I'm talking out of turn. Tell us what's the average amount of calories we burn, Cody, when you're having a sex. Um, uh, I, I'm gonna see all the way too. <laughs> I put in work, baby. Right? We got work to do, Vanessa Williams. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I got work to do. All right, hey, how many? All right, Isley Brothers. Isley or, Brothers, or are original. Sing, are you singing the Vanessa Williams cover? I'm singing the cover, but definitely I worked in um, the KBLX The Quiet Storm, so I know my Isley Brothers, so just keep it real. You're right. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> how many calories <laughs> do we burn, Cody? Oh, it's three to four. I'm sorry. You were asking the answer. I'm sorry. It was three to four. Okay, all right. Three to four on average, on average, yes, right? On an, on an average sexual session. Okay, here we go. Your turn. Besides a man's genitals, what part of the body is the second most erogenous zone, according to a re recent British study? And this recent British study was over 7,000 men that were polled. So, okay. again, besides a man's genitals, the obvious. I don't do what? I get options? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So, so, like, just get the so genitals out of your mind. Besides that, <laughs> what would be, like, the second most erogenous zone? According to this British study of 7,000 men, is it A, okay. his feet, B, his neck, or C, his chin? What? Those are not even any of what I would have guessed. Um, just answer the question. Wow. This is really hard. <laughs> I know. I didn't get this, so if that helps um, you out. I'm going to go with his neck. <gasps> oh, okay. No, it was his chin. His, where? <laughs> British, maybe it's the British. I don't know. It, it was the Those chin. British people have sexy chins? Chin? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe it's the idea of them coming in and you're like, wait, where are you coming? And then they end up coming towards your chin. So you're like, oh, okay. But maybe it's that idea where you don't, I don't know, That's that would be me. I don't know that it would be me for the chin, but you know. Cause I was take, going- Take a swig, I'll take a swig though too. I was too. like, the rear end, I was like, that's all day, it's the rear. Was, the rear but, would be okay. erogenous though, wouldn't it? Oh, true, true. Yeah. Okay. 
or armpit, something like that. Oh, oh. Yeah, maybe we need another study of gay men. And we, need to we need to perform our own study. All right, we're doing our own study next week. <laughs> I am. I think I'm going to do that question. <laughs> Go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex, and it's going to be besides the genitals, what is, I, I will post this tomorrow, I promise, patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. And besides the genitalia, and I mean the ass, what would be the next erogenous zone that you experience? Or put it in our little comment section here. We got to go on though, Cody. We got six minutes here on All right. this hour. Last one, last one. Yeah. And um, so in the gay handkerchief code, one side indicates a passive positioning and the other indicates a dominant positioning. Which side represents which? Okay. I was a former, I entered the Mr. New York Eagle contest and I uh -huh. was bookworming it during this whole period. And the way I thought of it was left to right, like you read a book. You okay. read from left to right. And okay. I thought of traditional methods of the top in this moment, left to right is behind the bottom. So if you wear it on your left, you're dominant. And if you wear it on your right, you're passive. Did I get a point? You, you got the point. <laughs> because, but see, did you see how I had to go about it? I had to think of, yeah. you read them? <laughs> You gotta love a mnemonic device. You that know, was great. <laughs> I'm just, I love that question. And take a swig, Maurice Doggett. Yes. And my question to you is, I have a, um, okay, on average, how much do single men watch porn per week? And this is another study that was going on recently. Is it 40 minutes per week, A, 60 minutes per week, or C, 20 minutes per week? 40, 60. I'm gonna, go ahead. I'm gonna go with the most, 60 minutes. Uh, on this what? study, and it was a study, y'all, it was 40. So wow. take another swig. I think I won All this. Right. <laughs> you, you definitely won. Why am I, I got, still swigging, though? I only got one answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This was fun. We're going to do more games like this, um, including, Cody, will you help me come up with our um question of the week that we can put our own study i hope you will help me with this yes 100 percent. awesome awesome and while i have you here in the last few minutes how are you gonna i know you have uh one of your best friends in town are you yes. gonna do anything special for fourth of july or what's your i don't have any plans yet um well i'm sure we'll come up with something we might even like hit you up and see what you're doing maybe coming home there you go. Uh, after we, wa your, after your we watch the Rona, <laughs> after we watch the Rona Chronicles, correct? That's right. That's right. After um, Noah's Ark, then we're coming over to your house. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Cody, as always, thank you so much. This was so much fun to play yes. this game, and and I know always. you're such a Noah's Ark fan, and so it was really a lot of fun to play this game with you and all. So yes, yeah. I love it. I'm gonna go watch. Watch it, uh, jump in the broom now. That's the only thing I haven't seen yet. Jumping so, the broom, yeah. I watched yeah. it so long ago, but I want to rewatch that now. You yeah. know, because literally they only got two seasons and then mm -hmm. they skipped it. And because of the fans' request, 
they made that film in 2008. But again, the film was in 2008. So yeah, I mean, I think I barely moved from LA to New York at that point. So, and a lot has happened since. So that's why it's going to be really special. I will list everything on tagspodcast.com and how you can watch the Rona Chronicles this Sunday, July 5th and to keep up with Cody and I as well. Thank you so much, Cody. Have a great Thank holiday, you. and I'll talk to you offline soon. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye All right, you. love you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Oh my goodness, so much fun. Thank you so much for watching. Um, this has been another fun episode of Sex with Stevie. Again, go to tagspodcast.com and you can get all the show notes on everything I've talked about, including where to click on to watch this Sunday's episode, or just look it up to watch the Rona Chronicles of um, Noah's Ark. And I love you. Be safe, please. I, if there's one thing I can say is you don't want this virus. It's, it's no joke. And I know we all want to get out and enjoy some summer, but uh, think twice about certain things that you may or may not be going into and make um, choices that you can ultimately live with. On that note, I wish you well, and you can tune in every Tuesday to Tag's podcast, and I will be here next Thursday live for another episode of Sex with Stevie. Be well, and I'll talk to you soon.